Welcome to the first official podcast of 2016 of the Bad Cody Funky Podcast, everyone. Woo! Today, before we talk about all the things in 2016 we're looking forward to, we've got some uh, cool stuff to get out of the way. Yeah, so first and foremost, we had um, a new trailer for, for season two of Marvel's Daredevil television, or I guess Netflix television show. Uh, and it is very artsy, kind of, you see all the paintings. It's really more of a recap of season one, in case you didn't watch it, uh, with yeah. allusions to season two, which is great. Um, I don't know, my, my hype level is, is getting pretty high for this show, and it's it's coming pretty soon, right? I think it's coming April? March. March? No, I said March. The, Definitely the, March. The date is March, March 18th. <laughs> nice. And, They're and, all very excited. And you're right, though. It's like it really didn't tell us anything new about what's the anything new about the new season that we don't already know yeah especially from like behind the scenes photos and who we know are going to be in it and most of it we can find on our, our badcadyfunky.com yeah. but um yeah and it was I liked it it was really artsy and then the en- the ending dialogue what they say at the end is probably the only thing that's coming from like the next season yeah yeah and the whole pan out to show the uh, the Punisher silhouette on the, on that last stained glass window with all the characters yeah, yeah. it was great it actually kind of looked like pope punisher because that little like shape over over that window looked like a pope hat to me <laughs> so that, i got a little little chuckle yeah. out of that <laughs> punishing pope pope castiglione the first <laughs> punisher of sin oh god um yeah so for those of you who don't know we are going to be treated in season two to electra and we're going to be treated to some Punisher action, obviously. Uh, played by, what's his name? John Barenthal? Yeah. yeah. Shane from yeah. The Walking Shane Dead. Yeah, from The, the Walking be- Dead. Best way you can remember him, Shane from The Walking Dead. He's also in the movie Fury, I believe. With oh, Red that's Pitt. right. And yeah. with, uh, what's his face? Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Is- Shia, just do it, LaBeouf. <laughs> just do it! Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but every time I hear Punisher, I think of his horrible nights in college when... I would drink a horrible Punisher shot. That's all I can think of when I hear that now. Oh, God. It used to be dark place. Now it's just alcohol. Yeah, it's not a dark place. Real quick. That was his name of the shot, all right? It was like a triple like shot, and it was horrible. <laughs> I'm never drinking 99 bananas again. Oh, God. Uh, speaking of Marvel things, we also were treated to some new Doctor Strange photographs yeah. and concept art. By the Vashanti, does this movie look like they give a shit? I know. Oh, they've gotten real, real. Although... One of the pictures of his lair just looks like Tony Stark's lair if he was a magician. That's pretty sorcerer. much what it is. You know, if uh, if anybody read uh, Invincible Iron Man this week, you know that they're mustache bros. Oh, God. Yeah. I, Not great dialogue <laughs> for Doctor Strange, I gotta tell you. Yeah. But well, like, definitely interesting. I, I know it's the point of the movie to make them look like the characters, but he really looks like... If Doctor Strange was a real-life person... Yeah. He looks like 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 phenomenal. Again, I know it's the point of the movie. I know that's what they're supposed to look like, but holy shit! Like he really does, man. Yeah, yeah, they did a fantastic job. Everything from the the gray sides to the cape to the to the whole outfit, really. The hair flips. The hair flips. Yeah. You know what I like though, especially, and it's definitely definitely apparent in the Doctor Strange photos. They're no longer getting away from how the comic book character looks. Right. They're actually going with the costume, but making it look cool. You know, like Doc, Doctor Strange always had like a weird looking, like it, like the big, huge, like 
collar and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. But they actually not even not even just the cape. It was like his whole costume. It's like a it's like a blue bodysuit, but it's like very baggy. Yeah, he's got a big sash over the waist. But it just looks it looks cool. You know, like I didn't think Loki would work like his um his costume oh, at all. The horns and the works. Yeah, but it works so fucking well. So it's so. I liked how they're they're no longer getting away from the comic when it goes to the character like the way the characters look, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's that's always appreciated. And I think that's what Marvel realizes. That's where their their bread and butter is is their comic book fans. So why try to change what they look like? Just try they, to. They really yeah. they really tested those waters with Captain America because he's got like four or five different costumes over the course of all the movies. Yeah, and they all look really good. Oh sure, yeah. They really, they really made everything look. Although I was kind of disappointed when World War II Cap didn't have the uh, the goggles and the the helmet. Oh, like from Ultimates. Yeah, that thing was fucking badass. It was, it was it's a good suit. Yeah, it's a real good suit. Hell yeah! Um, a lot of the cool stuff from the concept too, from Doctor Strange, where they show you know his hands all beat up and tortured and fucked, which was awesome because that's his origin right that's why he yeah. goes to the to the mountains to try dr to strange brilliant surgeon plagued by hubris in a car accident that would change his life forever mm. um and actually if anyone is is curious about dr strange who wants to get a, a leg up on the movie and doesn't have time to read the comics i do highly recommend the animated movie um i watched it not knowing much about dr strange and not I knowing what it was <laughs> It was awesome. And we'll continue watching it because Baron Mordo's in it. Uh, wait, what? <laughs> oh, God. It's turning to a musical real quick. <laughs> no! The theme for 2016 is musical. That's awesome. Um, I'm pumped. You know, obviously, Benedict Cumberbatch is no, no stranger to the collar, whether it be with Sherlock or now with Doctor Strange. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, and last thing that I want to bring up, I know Dave has something he wants to bring up too, but the Oculus Rift... The first shipments are due out on March 28th, and those are all sold out. Uh, they did announce the retail price at five ninety nine ninety nine, so six hundred dollars plus tax. What are we buying a Neo Geo? I know, or like think about like see, <laughs> that's more expensive than the Xbox One when it oh. first came out with the Connect. Just just putting that you know in the vicinity of kind of like where gaming. Is going hardware kind of things, and this is just a, an, a mm-hmm. it's an accessory. It's a you know I, I think it's awesome, but it is an over glorified accessory. Like you, that's not a system that's in there, not really. Do we do we have like a price tag on those uh, those eight way treadmills we see people using in conjunction with it? Because that's got to be a hefty penny. Ah, uh, it's got to be maybe a, a couple grand, I would say. Oof. Yeah, but I mean, mostly uh, the way I think these Oculus Rifts are going to be used is headset. You're still using your controller. Yeah, you can turn around if you want, but like gamers are just so used to right thumbstick looking around, left thumbstick moving that I don't think it's gonna really change. You know, I'm like, pretty sure they're gonna give you the option for it though. Like, abs- oh yeah, like absolutely. Well, but they're probably both be enabled. So, for example, um, one of my buddies, uh, Jono, who is an indie game developer who lives right up the street from me, actually, he has uh, an early model of the Oculus Rift, like one of the prototypes. And he let me use it and mess around with some of the games that he had been like messing around with. And I had the option to move my head, but I found myself moving right thumbstick more than actually moving my head. There's some muscle memory you just can't break. Exactly, yeah. It, it's kind of just like it's like playing a guitar. We've been doing it for years and years and years and years now. And now it's almost like, no, you can actually move your head now. It's like, yeah, but 
right thumbstick is there. So. My my question for Oculus and all the developers of the Rift: When will there be a way to invert the x-axis of my head? Hmm. You're one of those, aren't you, Casey? <laughs> I I certainly am. He's, oh, the y-axis. I'm he's sorry. one of those. Yeah, I'm one of those. Listen, you got to steer to you got to steer to pull down, man. That's the way it is. Yeah. I know. If I ever, if I could ever afford it or ever buy it, I know the first thing I'm doing, and it'll be a big mistake, is playing PT or at least one oh, of the Hill games, like first person. Yeah. I know I will regret it, and when you guys will have to bring me to the psych ward, but <laughs> it would be, it'll be worth it. <laughs> it's immersion like nothing else. <laughs> yeah, I think the first game I'm gonna want to play is Borderlands. Ooh, nice! That would be really fucking cool. That's I a, think in the rift. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look at, look at Greg here outshining us. Eh, yeah, yeah that'd be good. fucking great. That game, or like like anything with your buddies, you know, like like or if they, I hope they would develop like a. Oh, imagine if they developed like a first person MMO, and you can oh just like God. customize completely. You're the game dev this world needs. Sword uh, Art. So Sword Art Online. They're gonna make Sword Art Online. Oh, that would be crazy. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. And I'm sure, sure everyone who saw that anime thought the same thing. Like, oh, when can we have this? Oh. Except not dying. Yeah, right. Uh, but Dave, you wanted to bring something up, right? Oh, absolutely. So everyone listening knows it. I know it. You know I'm going to bring it up. But last but not least, Star Wars, is ap- Star Wars The Force Awakens is on top of the world, baby. Hell yeah! Top in the charts here in the U.S. Top in the charts, yeah. But above in the U.S., most movie that grossed the most in history. Hopefully, pretty soon it's gonna be the, one of the first billion-dollar movies worldwide. And it's not even counting DVD or Blu-ray sales when they come out. So yep. everything's counted all together. So we did it, guys. I don't know why we did it and what we did, but we did it. Star Wars is still alive because of us. Woo! It happened. Next yeah. up, second screening with. Anakin Skywalker digitally put in somehow. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> well, <he's Christensen's laughs> Hayden Christensen's Forest Ghost. You just can't get rid of it. Oh my god. In the words of Samuel Jackson, "Fuck you." Give me advice, <laughs> grandfather. What do I do? Get sand. <laughs> His advice is: Well, you find Natalie Portman, and you tell her you love her, and then you get your arms chopped off by Obi Wan Kenobi on some lava planet. That's what you do if you want to be like Ren's me. Kylo Ren's kid cruising to lose a couple of limbs. Oh my god! Imagine if Kylo Ren actually did what Anakin did. It would be a much different movie. Like what? like verbatim, just like was like I'm going to do exactly what my grandfather did and tried to like, like you know, kidnap a princess and like you know force the whole issue and it'd be so dark while listening to the Cure. <sighs> be crazy. Listening to the Cure on vinyl. No Figuring Dan vinyl. in the modal notes now playing covers of Cure songs. <laughs> it's not a phase, Mom. <laughs> it's not a phase. It's the dark side. It's who I am. That's terrible. It's what Grandfather would have wanted. It's important to know that this is going to be the last time I we're planning, anyways, to talk about Star Wars on the podcast. So You lie like rugs, sir. I know. We're going to talk about it in some way, shape, or form somewhere <laughs> else at some point. Um... But yeah, that's all about we got for wrapping up things. You can always check out these stories and more on badcountyfunky.com. As always, your home for everything you care about. I think it's your tagline. Something like that. Well, in any case, everyone, 
enjoy the podcast. Kicking off your new year right, it's the Bad Coyote Funky Podcast. Hopefully ten minutes later. Alright everyone, 2016 first official podcast of the year, welcome, welcome. On today's podcast we have Booster Greg. What up? If TV's Casey. Hey! If Dear the Bearded Menace. Yo! And I'm Sergio. Alright everybody, 2016, everything we're looking forward to. There was a lot of cool stuff last year, but this year, wow. Nerds everywhere rejoice. Even muggles, too. Everyone who's not into anything nerdy is getting into it now because everything is so accessible. Everything is so mainstream now. Marvel movies, DC movies, video games, everything under the sun. Let's start things off. Dave, what are you looking forward to? Uh, all right. Well, well um, first of all, before things you're looking forward to, let's, let's talk about 2015 a little bit. Let's, let's, let's you know, we, all we talked about really is everything ever. We started the podcast in 2015, uh, midway through. I'll, I'll give you that. But Dave, I'm going to hijack it a little bit. What is the one thing not Star Wars that you enjoyed the most in 2015 that's not Star Wars? And it's... It's, it's, it's not me, Star Wars. It's me going first? <laughs> um, Make it Star yeah. Wars. Fuck you guys. Um, how many <laughs> mulligans do we get? Oh, God. Um, uh, all right. Well, I got everything. No, everything is Star Wars. Dang it. Actually, you know what? Um, just because it came out of nowhere, um, Border, Borderlands 2, the, Borderlands the Handsome Edition. Just because, like, I went to, you know, we went to um, PAX East last year. And we went to go sit in the panel for it. And the panel just made me laugh so much and I enjoyed it so much it's like I need I need to buy this game I can't wait till it comes out and of course we uh, yeah came back bought it and then the three of us were playing it a bunch of times and it was a lot of fun that's the only thing I can think of other than Star Wars but not Star Wars um interesting well well, Casey what about you what was your favorite thing about 2015 Mad Max Fury Road I love how Casey just ready with that I am so ready. I bet you thought I was going to say Fallout, but you were wrong. No. Um, I thought you were going to say Fallout. (laughs) I was, dude, listen, I've poured about 200 and change hours into Fallout. I'm about to break 300. That game has complete control over my life. It's fantastic. And you know what? People are telling me to start playing The Witcher because it's just as, you know. Ugh, don't play The Witcher. But that ain't my choice, baby. My choice is Mad Max Fury Road. We're talking a director comes out of like a 30-year retirement. Of doing anything worthwhile. I don't care if he did Babe or Charlotte's Web or who gives a shit. <laughs> he takes the franchise that made him not quite a household name, but certainly a cinematographer visionary, George Miller, as a grandpa, an action grandpa, coming back to the big screen in a big way. I love me some post-apocalyptic stuff. I love me some action movies. But this movie takes everything people are clamoring for, more stuff with practical effects, 
post-editing years later that's actually worth doing that doesn't fuck up the movie like <clears throat> Fantastic Four or <clears throat> X-Men. Ooh. But um, that movie comes together what in such a great theory? way that it can be, yeah, it, it can be enjoyed by anybody. It's so quotable. I, I mean, it completely reinvigorated interest into a, a franchise that had three movies 20 years ago. Almost got to be more than 30 now. Um, I love it. I love it. Love it to death. I can watch it over and over. No problem. Will I say I love it more than the Star Wars? I don't know. But as far as my favorite movie in 2015, nothing got my heart pumping more than that one. I think that movie was, was awesome too because it, it added to the, the mythos of Mad Max where, you know, depending on what, what rumor site you want to read or what theories you kind of look at, uh, my favorite theory, which one of my, my buddies kind of uh, brought up to me, was that no matter, like you can always have a different actor playing Mad Max because we're all hearing these stories secondhand. So it's all the perception of the person telling the story. It depends on what Max looks like. It's the legend of the road warrior. Exactly. So, yeah, like it was was Mel Gibson for the first couple movies, but now it can be anyone, which is awesome. Uh, The second theory that I actually thought was really cool was the fact that Max is actually the wild kid from the third one, or second one, second one. Second one. The kid with the boomerang. Yeah. Yep. And if you actually watch it and you think about that, it makes a lot of sense because Max is acting. Yeah, he's kind of dazed the whole time, but he says very few words. Uh, we only know his name because he says his name. He's a completely different actor altogether, so he looks different. He actually, like, Tom Hardy does kind of look, look like that kid if he were to grow up a little bit. And he mostly acts feral the whole time. So, uh, you know, depending on what you want, it was a lot of, like, for such a straightforward movie there's a lot of just theories going on about it which is really cool and um i don't know it made me appreciate the older movies a lot more than i had in the past that was a cool one like star wars ah, ah he did it not no. star wars. I also just i just want to make it make no, a note it i is. now i it now is. own what? oh yeah i guess he's right yeah. revival of an old trilogy yeah 20 years later yeah using practical effects yeah. yeah. Oh, something something interesting about that, real quick too. Um, when it was announced that George Miller was gonna make a Justice League movie, everyone was like, "The guy who made Babe, fuck that guy." What does he know <laughs> about making awesome movies? And everyone discounted Mad Max. Now, like you know, shortly after when it came out, I listened to a lot of different podcasts, stuff like that. Um, you know, some of the Kevin Smith ones. They were like, "Oh, how rad would that be if like he had made." that movie how awesome would that have been it's just this complete reversal against or i guess now for george miller which is just like come on guys like give the guy a break you like him or you don't pick one. It, it goes back to that that old like saying you know you can bring a, you can build a thousand bridges and that should be a bit a bridge builder but fuck one sheep and get caught for it and you'll be a sheep fucker for the rest of your life. That's not as serious as that. Sure it's, not a it's a saying. That's not a thing. It's a saying. You just it's made a thing. Up. No, it's not. It's a you thing. You made it that's, up. That's a, that's, a, s- that's a saying in the Bearded Menace they said, we, uh, yeah, we, uh, we know Dave is a big fan of the Welsh community. <laughs> it's a saying. They used to say it in boxing all the time. My coach used to say it to me. It's a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> it's mm. No, it's true. You can, let, you can be a champion. Basically, it's like it goes to... I mean, the way he said it was probably better, but... It goes to being you can be a champion your whole life, lose one fight, and everyone remembers a lo- that loss. Oh, because I thought what you were going to say was, Dave, you're a champion. You got the heart of a champion, but you fuck one sheep, your career is over. <laughs> what I did in the ring has nothing to do with this pot. Okay, maybe it does, but it doesn't. All right, we walked past it. The charges were dropped. I'm in therapy, 
and we're okay. Yeah. Let's hear from Sergio, buddy. This what's has taken, on your plate? I'm, I'm enjoying this. This is taking an interesting. Bad Cuddy Funky There's some reason why I drink. Leave me alone, guys. Okay. <laughs> Good God. Bad County Funky Podcast. Tune in to hear about what looked about 2015. Look forward to 2016. Hear about stories of Dave fucking sheep. Yeah, I'm, I'm writing down this saying that Dave totally just made up. You can build a thousand bridges, but it's a real thing. I I'm saving you. that gem for later. That's that's going to come up some way, somehow, later this year, and it's probably going to save my life. Imagine. Some guy's like, How do you know that saying? My grandma used to say that all the time. My God, what, what am that? I doing with my life? All right, man, just put the gun down. God, what am I doing? And he jumps off the bridge. Like, who was that guy? I don't know. Made up some hypothetical guy with a gun. I don't I know, but he sure loves sheep. Yeah, he sure loves sheep and his grandmother. He used to say that saying a lot for some odd strains. <laughs> sheep, Putin reason. Anyway, <laughs> what, what about you, Serge? What, what do you look? What, what did you like most about 2015? Oh man, interesting. So I, I like the promise of what's going to happen in 2016. Um, since since I'm a huge I'm a huge gamer playing, I usually play multiple games at, at one point. I liked uh, the fact that um, Sony has really been on the forefront of making it their goal to destroy Microsoft. Because <laughs> like Microsoft used to be in the game so hard, and then they messed up with the Xbox One. Even though people still buy it, it still sold a lot of units. It still didn't do. As well as the place, I mean, just in this holiday season alone in 2015, at the end, PlayStation sold around, I think it was like 34 or 39 million units. And yeah. uh, that's so interesting because I still have friends who are still on Xbox who won't convert. And Terrible. you know who you are. What are you doing with your life? Yeah. Switch back over. Come My on. My elevator only goes up. It can't go down. It's stuck. Uh. It's stuck going up like a Wonka Vader, except down. It's not the way my Surge Vader goes. Anyway, ha, Surge Vader, Star Wars, I did it. Um, and keep that in mind, uh, there's a lot of things that, that they've promised us and a lot of things they've actually delivered. And uh, yeah, I, and gaming-wise, I really like the console. A lot of my friends who are PC Master Race guys don't want to admit that it's on par with some of their rigs, okay? Their rigs not being multi-million dollar, you know, like PCGamer.com, like, you know, 10K mm. rigs, but... Um, at the same time, you know, I can do all the games um, that, that I want to do, and it looks just as good as theirs. Uh, they got mad when the, um, one of them got mad when the Tomb Raider Definitive Edition came out, and the hair tessellation was put into the console, because that was only a feature available on the PC. And uh, I loved when that happened, because then, you know, I, I <laughs> my buddy came out of my house, and he was just like, oh, is that the Tomb Raider? Oh, I already beat it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I mean, I played it, but this is a Definitive Edition, and look. The hair tessellation, individual strands of hair moving mm. on Laura Croft. Advances in technology. Huge advances in technology. Sexy advances in technology. Seriously. and uh, look, at, look at the way that hair moves in these 50 scripted deaths. Yeah. No, it's just... It's uh, so it, it, Yeah, just all those minute details just added to the realism of the game, and it looks great. But, um, yeah, so gaming in 2015 was interesting. There's a lot of good things that happened and the promise of, of more to come, especially when they unveiled that they were doing something, what they think is different than Oculus Rift, but it's basically the Oculus Rift, where they're calling it PlayStation VR, virtual reality, which I'm really looking forward to. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. You know, a lot of good yeah. movies came out in 2015. A lot of good movies are coming out this year, which is crazy. It's still weird to say this year as 2016. 2016 seems I like know. the future. 2016, like when you write that down, if you're not already still writing down 215. I know. Why are you writing <laughs> down? Are you taking a test? 
Yeah, this number two pencil. I wrote things to write down, and then you, you know what? <laughs> you just you just remind me. Like the one thing I was looking forward to, and I'm glad that happened. And the whole like every geek across America united for was Back to the Future Day. Yeah. Every single Greek geek Greek geek Greek. across the United States. A couple and, Greeks did too. Yeah, I'm every sure single also. Greek ate their yeah. gyros across the Mediterranean. But um. Yeah, every we all united for Back to the Future Day, and everyone's still waiting for their fucking hoverboards, not those wheeled abominations. Every piece of shit's riding in the mall. I'm talking about a real deal, like hoverboard. <laughs> those yeah. wheeled abominations. Those are not fucking hoverboards. Those are like, those are the path to like Wally when there's the big fat gelatin things are like riding in like the hover, like the hover chairs. <laughs> That's what those are. Damn it. I don't know, man. I put Mike Tyson on a test. It's got to be pretty badass. No, that means it's unsafe. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Give yeah, me a real damn that, hoverboard. Everybody That's... has those little uh, those little things too. Because I don't want to call them hoverboards. People are calling them hoverboards. They're not. You know, they have two wheels and you use your feet to move around. Uh, Power paddles. Yeah, I mean, there are cheaper versions now, but but I think one of the one of the OGs and the ones that a lot of celebrities use is uh, this. It's called, they branded it the Funky Duck. But everyone's seen them now. Like every kid has one now because the holiday season. You put two feet on it and you can use them to go backward, forward, and they have two wheels and and that's it. And it's cool to see, um, you know, like we're all heading in a direction where everyone's just embracing technology. Because before, people were like, oh, what is that, a computer? What? I don't need one of those. <laughs> Nerds. But now everyone has a computer. Everyone has an iPad. People are moving towards, like, a better means of technology. Like, I liked in 2015 where Google unveiled their self-driving car. It seems like they're really getting somewhere with that. And it'll be really cool to just put those on the road and stuff old people in them. And by stuff old people in them, I mean, think about, like, your grandmother or somebody older in your family who needs to get somewhere. But you don't want them on the road. You just don't want them driving. And even, uh, you know, when you come up next to some of these people that have these big horse blinders on and they're, like, looking over the steering wheel, clutching it for dear life, but they're driving an SUV. It's like, oh, God, Google, please. (laughs) Please put the – please make more strides with those self-driving cars you unveiled in 2015. Put those on the road. Because it will benefit a lot of people, so I'm I'm looking yeah. forward to, I'm looking forward to seeing more of that. Get the old people off the road. Although yeah. I will say one interesting parallel between like the Google self driving I was actually going to bring up before the Google self driving car and those abomination hoverboards um, that I found interesting. Even with like with te- like test like even with like Tesla Motors, I found interesting is um, they put all these safety restrictions for the self driving car and Tesla Motors, which makes a lot of sense. They're Cars that will be on the road. They're driving, you know. Many lives could be lost if they get damaged. Now, the self-driving car by Google has been in a car accident or two. But mostly because human drivers slammed into it. The car itself was safe. It stopped when it had to stop. They would have to didn't someone, some drunk asshole smacked into it, you know. Yeah. Which says you can't account for human error. As soon as that <laughs> happened, they became unsafe. They, they get into car accidents. They're unsafe. They're not supposed to get into car accidents, right? Same thing with Tesla. No one likes the idea of it being an electric car and that the battery could explode, all that stuff. And yet they have been a they have a huge safety rating. They've been fine. Yet those abomination hoverboards have been set on fire. Like those they're things exploding. explode. Yeah. Yeah. And they're, they're still okay. They're still like safe. Them. You know? It's fine. It's I want okay. pictures of these exploding hoverboards. You know? 
It's like, funny, yeah. Uh, I, I saw I saw that one YouTube video where, where this uh, this this dude in the hood was just like like you know like flying down the sidewalk on his, and he was like, "All right, I started recording because this thing just started smoking, and uh, and then it just exploded." He was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I was like, "What? They're exploding now?" It's it's that's what, that's what happens when you live on the edge, man. No, but it's like <laughs> stuff like that that bothered me. It's like you know things that are great people will bring down, you know, like good movies, you know. But things that are shit, people will bring up even more, even though they're killing everyone like bad movies. So, there you go. I don't know why I went to that tangent, but that's I was terrible too is that there are people out there, sick, evil people, who are calling Star Wars The Force Awakens not a good movie. Listen, you all say it's like a new hope, like it's a bad thing. It's not. Let's get that out of the way and put the kibosh on that. Put the kibosh on that. It's a thing. It's, 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 I don't know if they've, these people have heard of it. It's actually... Like a literary device. Uh, it's called paying homage to something. It's called repeating the successes of an earlier installment and getting you familiar with what's about to come because I bet what's going to come is going to be a little familiar but mostly drastic. Like shit's about to hit the fan. And we're going to have to wait two years to find out what that's going to look like. And even still, with the, with the Rogue One movie coming out, it's funny because yeah. I, when I, I went to see uh, Star Wars in IMAX uh, 3D the other night, and it was amazing. It was like seeing it for the first time. It was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Um, Does that make five times for you? I, five you times have a record out of all of us. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> five times. I've got th- I got three. I mean, it still doesn't feel like enough, but gee, I got yeah. four. But uh, I had explained to my friends' friends, like, Rogue One. They're like, wait a minute, so that's the next Star Wars movie. I was like, yes, but no. They're like, wait, I don't get it. I'm like, it's an anthology film. It's not episode eight. They're like, well, if it's not episode eight, then, like, what is it? And I was like, ah, God, it's just going to confuse so many people in the galaxy. Yeah. So what do you guys know about many Bothans? (laughs) So many Bothans. Uh, Alan, they died to bring us this prequel. I was looking at the IMDb page, and uh, Alan Tudyk is going to be in Rogue One. Really? No kidding. Yeah, which nice. is interesting. I bet you he plays a villain a villain, or a bad guy of some kind, uh, mostly because Alan Tudyk has yet to play a good guy in a Disney <laughs> movie of any kind. <laughs> Always the bad guy, no matter what Who you is do. He? Wait, so refresh my memory. What bad guys has he been? So for- he was in um, Frozen. And he played the bad guy's dad, which made him a bad guy. Right. Uh, he okay. was in Wreck-It Ralph, in which he played Turbo. No, he didn't. He did. That was him? That was him. Wow. And I'm sure he was in other things, but those are the two that really come to mind. That really pop up. Did they say who he's going to be in Rogue One? Or is no, this his not that there? I saw on IMDb anyways. I just briefly went through it. So he's, he's a voice actor, basically. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, Alan Tudyk... He, has always been well. I mean, well, he's the same a little, time, little like, bit of both. The Force Awakens is coming out, and the IMDb page they didn't say who some of the people were playing. Like they didn't say who right. he really was, and and Adam Driver. Right. They didn't. It didn't say Kylo Ren. So, he so could probably have like, the only, an on-screen thing. The only person I can think he could be would be Governor Tarkin. Because mm. yeah. they are that is a mm. that's a bold choice. Yeah. Because mm. Vader is going to be in it, but he'll be more like a hologram, basically, like when he's giving orders and shit. So Vader sure, will yeah. be in it. Yeah, and so will Tarkin in some way, shape, or form. So that's I mean, the only thing I can think of. He's gonna be Tarkin. Alan Tudyk has also played good guys, just not in Disney movies. Like he was uh, Wash and Firefly. Yep, he was Steve the and Pirate from Dodgeball. But technically, but technically, <laughs> this is this is a Disney movie, yeah. so might as well yeah. follow suit. 
He was the robot in iRobot. Really? He really? was the Kane yeah. in Citizen Kane. Yeah. No, no Are you shitting really, me? Really? No, he really was, yeah. I did not murder him. That Really? Yeah, that's him. No shit. Yeah. Oh. That was powerful acting. He wow. was in uh, Dale and Tucker versus Evil, and he was not I, the evil. Oh god, I never yeah. see. I've never seen that. But I heard it's really good. How have you not seen that? Dave? Stop it! That's like stop it! That's like stop. the second best horror movie I've ever seen. Stop yeah. it! You're like and the, that it, it's not really a horror. You're movie. like the umpteenth person to say that to me. Like Dave, how have you not seen it? I just didn't see it. I'm it's sorry. So good. You I, have to watch it. That's your homework. I think the worst <laughs> horror movie I've ever seen was House of the Dead. I wouldn't call it a oh, horror movie god. as much as just like the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. House of the Dead, the first one. They made two of them. That's the worst. Yeah. I'll never forget my buddy Mike brought it over. Like he rented it. Just just because no. we were big fans of the games, like all of us. No, 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 no. <sighs> he knew it was gonna be shit going into it, into it, you know? Mm-hmm. But we were such big fans of the games, he's like, There's no way in hell we can <laughs> love the game and not watch this movie. So he brought over a bottle of Jack okay. and we tortured ourselves watching this movie. It was actually <laughs> so entertaining bad. just how bad it was. But still, it was like so horrible. And then like, like at the end, he apologized. He said, Dave, I'm sorry I put you through that. I love that he they even put like bits okay. of the actual game into the movie. And they had these like weird 360 like camera pans around people who were dying. It was weird. I was like, what are you doing right now? I don't understand this There's movie. one scene I will not forget. Oh, For no. some reason, the zombies are able to jump in that movie, you know, like super, super far. There's one scene I won't forget where the zombie jumps and you actually see the platform that throws him. Like in the back, <laughs> they did nothing no. to hide it. You actually see the platform. <laughs> no, I'll have to look back and take a look. That's terrible. Um, oh my god, I, I don't know what I liked most about 2015. In all honesty, I like that. Actually, I'm gonna say the podcast that we've made. That's uh, my. That's my. Yeah, no, that's, that's that's a good one. That's Boom. not. That's not yeah. copying at all. <laughs> well, can't please everyone. <laughs> Um, I want to say that, but everyone knows me as an emotional mess anyway, so I kind of chose not to. <laughs> We're all proud of what we've done here at Bad Coyote Funky. Yeah. It's true. Most of the we time. We have come although, a long way. Although we may not be story. proud of each other, we are proud of what we've done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, PAX East, too. I always have fun at PAX East. Oh, it's yeah. always, always a yeah. good time. And it was, yeah. it was fun, because we were all together for that one, so that was, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was great. And I got a bunch of free games out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And we got, hey, you know, we got to play uh, Overwatch, which is fucking awesome. Yeah, that of oh, that, uh, as much as I like Pax East, playing Overwatch, and was it Night Squad, made it worth it. Oh my yeah. god, that Night Squad game, that was so amazing. Oh, I, I love the camaraderie when we were playing because we all finished. We all look at each other again, again. You want to go again? Again? There's like, there was, what was it like, like runbacks, runbacks? Yeah. Yep, yep. Like let's, let's do, do it. it. Let's go. All right, let's do it. Come on. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Oh, that was, that was so the uh, one of the games with gold on Xbox Live. Was it really? So one, really? One the, oh. It was uh, last month. Yeah, it was one of the free oh. free offerings. I need to come to. I need to come to the PS4 market. Get on it, Sony. Yeah. Night Squad. <laughs> it's on Steam That's and fine. Xbox. Get on it. Let's go. <laughs> um. And and speaking of PAX East and everything, that's really really was kind of a, a look into the future, a window into what 2016 and beyond had to offer. And while we're on the topic of 2016, I want to ask you guys, starting with Casey, what are you most looking forward to? Not Star Wars in 2016. That's not Star Wars. That's not Star Wars? not Star Wars. Oh, boy. Star um, Craft. <laughs> Star Trek. <laughs> Which is coming Definitely up. Definitely not. I'm, I'm so over Star Trek since it was uh, getting their ground wet to remake Star Wars. And yeah. this, this but, one looks um, mediocre. 
it 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 does it doesn't look exciting. I'm gonna watch it. Mediocre. Mediocre. <laughs> Mediocre. Probably not in the theater, <laughs> but uh, definitely gonna watch it once it gets released later on. Oh, for sure. But that Casey, that still doesn't answer my question. This is true. This is true. <laughs> it, it, I'm I've been ducking it big time. Well, if the Furiosa movie doesn't materialize at some point in 2016, which, considering it's only in the planning phases, I doubt it. A movie will. about how um, about how she came to be the Furiosa. Yeah, they're <laughs> the Imperator. Um, terrible. I uh, I gotta say, Fallout DLC. Nice. Ooh. Everybody knows it's on the horizon. Yeah. I don't doubt that they'll come out with it sometime later this year. Yeah. Because God, God knows I spent money on that friggin' season pass. Oh, yeah, how much was the about... season pass? Like forty bucks. I didn't even look. I'm just like, hold <laughs> on, here's some money. I didn't even it, look. Fucking, here's I think money. it was like I think it was like 35. I want to say maybe uh, maybe 40. Maybe you know, but you know, their Bethesda's track record with DLC on Fallout games has been you know fairly stellar. You know, you got great stuff out of uh, out of three with uh, Broken Steel, Mothership Zeta. Sure. Two I really liked. Uh, just with a New good Vegas, studio. You got yeah. uh, Honest Hearts and Dead Money. Dead Money was was my jam. That was some. Some good shit. Um, but with 4, who knows? I mean, they're not uh, averse to exploring other cities. In 3, they did a thing with Pittsburgh. Um, in New Vegas, I'm pretty sure they did the Grand Canyon. Uh, Has there been any news been out of Bethesda of them talking about uh, what might be in the DLC? Like, do they hint towards? I'll anything? be honest. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't heard a thing at all. And honestly, the first the first DLC is usually like the continuation of the main quest line. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they, they bump the level... Like, in the past games, they'd bump the level cap. They'd be like, oh, now that the wasteland has been ir- irrevocably changed, you know, here's the things that you have to do. But uh, at the end of Fallout, if you guys have beaten the main story, you're in a pretty similar place. Like, things have changed, but not enough where you're like, all right, the world is a completely different place now. You mean you're not stuck in, like, a nuclear reactor with your dad? No, you, and you you know, you definitely don't get stuck until the next expansion comes out. Yeah. Sorry, everybody else. <laughs> that, that was a rough one. Yeah. I didn't have to experience that, fortunately. But, uh, um, you know, the it the game still leaves it very open-ended for what you can do. There's still all the Radiant quests or whatever as of right now. But, uh, you know, I'm hungry for more. I don't really know what, what else they're going to throw at me. Um, but I'm, I'm definitely excited for whatever they come up with. Uh, other than that, I mean, uh, God, um, Nintendo, give me a new Punch-Out game. I don't know if that's on the horizon. Make that happen because you're churning out more Zelda in 2016 and I am all for that. But I just saw Creed today, so I'm... You're all, you're all oh, punchy. Yeah, I've, I mean, I'm a I've little, I'm a little punchy. Too, I a little punchy. It I wanna, really oh, it was real good. I, I want to I throw down with Mr. Sandman. Knock, knock Donkey Kong and Glass Joe around a little bit. Yeah. King Hippo. Yeah. Throw that guy at me again. I'm ready. I mean, it, you know? it was great. It was essentially a Rocky remake. But it was still great. Ooh. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Boy, was it good. All right, yeah. for Nintendo to release that new Zelda game, that's going to be Zelda Skyrim. Zelda Rim. Oh my god. You know what they're going to do with that though? This, I'll tell you the release. They're going to wait for the NX to be like, or whatever their next thing's going to be called, to be months away. They're going to release Zelda on Wii U, but then they're going to release an even better version of the same game <laughs> on the NX. They're Twilight Prince in it. I, I guarantee you, uh, they're going to yeah. do that. Oh man. I haven't got enough mileage out of my freaking Wii U. I don't need a new console. Or yeah, I, know. I love how I bought like I, I bought that thing and I traded it in, and then 
my girlfriend has one, and I was like, oh, I can't wait for New Zelda, and I was like really pumped, and then when we came out, I was like, all right, this is awesome, okay, I still can't wait for New Zelda, this will time me over in the meantime, it's been like three years. They're going to remake Twilight Princess before they put out a new Zelda. They're going to remake, like, the original Zelda before they put out a new Zelda. Well, didn't they already say that they're not what? remaking Twilight Princess, but they're doing, like, a like a quote-unquote HD update remix? I don't even care. Yeah. Just like they did with Wind Waker. I'm okay with that. It would give me a reason to actually play it again, which I've avoided for about ten years now. Yeah. I'm, I'm so jaded at Zelda right now and Nintendo. <laughs> You're breaking my heart, Miyamoto. Breaking my breaking heart. Breaking it. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it lost me a while ago. I mean, like they they called one of their games like like a fruit drink. What was it like Donkey Kong Tropical Breeze Fruit Blast or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that game was great. <laughs> Tropical Breeze, <laughs> really Tropical great. Breeze Fruit Blast. I was like, Tropical, are you Tropical selling drinks, blast. Nintendo? That sounds delicious. <laughs> I will have two. Nintendo, in a bold move, has entered partnership with Jimmy Buffett and Margarita. <laughs> Jimmy Buffett, Mark. No, Nintendo has partnered with Sonic to bring you delicious drinks such as Donkey Kong Tropical well, Fruit well, Breeze Welcome Blast. to Donkey Kong Country Cheeseburger in Paradise. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no, but but from Nintendo, actually, there is one thing I'm looking forward to more than anything else. Yeah. Star Fox Zero. Mmm. Holy cow. Uh, I've been killing it for a, a Star, Star Fox, Fox game Zero. For a What's that, time. Casey? Is that the new uh, Star Fox Zero game they're making? Don't. Don't tell me it's already out and I've missed the boat on it, because I'm going to feel like a real idiot. <laughs> no, for, for those who don't know, um, please enlighten. Yeah, uh, for those who don't know, uh, Star Fox Zero, it's uh, it's essentially supposed to be the Star Fox for the Wii U, you know, fully compatible and what have you with your motion-sensitive controls and cool paddle interface for targeting and what have you. Um, but it's got a lot of the great look and feel of 64, which everybody really champions as their favorite. It's certainly mine. Um, but it's got, uh, a lot of elements like maybe the running around and, and mission type gameplay that was featured in, uh, a game like Assault or, uh, was it Command? I'm pretty sure it was Assault. Command may have been the one on, on DS, I can't really remember. But, uh, it's got this great, great thing about it where you can freely transform the ships. So, like, your R-Wing can go into, like, a, a walking around mode and the Landmaster tank can go into, like, a very brief, like, flying mode. So, in terms of, like, playability, even though it still appears to be mostly an on-rails kind of a flight sim shooter, um, they're throwing in a lot of variety. Uh, and aesthetically, I think it looks gorgeous. Um, so, I'm on board. But, uh, you know, more Star Fox is always great. The, the franchise was kind of on a, a low, uh, low rung for a while, and then they really kicked it in the pants with the 3DS, which... <laughs> To this day, is still like the most visually exciting experience I've ever had playing a video game. Yeah. Oh, I know, I know, I know. It sounds crazy, and people are like, "Oh, you know, the 3DS with the 3D, it's phoning it in." You know, Kid Icarus is giving people hand cramps and shit. But I put my hands on uh, Star Fox 64 3D for the first time when I went to Nintendo World, um, and I look at the guy there, and he's like, "He's like, are you okay?" I'm like. I've never played anything like this before. <laughs> so speaking nice. of visually amazing things, um, coming up this year, which I can't believe this year, PlayStation VR, which is basically Oculus Rift, but PlayStation brand. And yeah. with it, they have a pretty good lineup of, of games are promising. Like uh, there's one where it's uh, EVE Online Valkyrie, which pretty much looks like Battlestar Galactica Simulator. And, mm. dude, it's sick. So you put on your PlayStation VR, okay? So it goes over your face, and you have, you know, the headphones and everything, whatever. And uh, you're sitting in the cockpit of a ship, 
and you're flying through other uh, space battles. You can dock in places, and it looks incredible, like absolutely incredible. Like the the, the dog fighting and things you can do in it, sick. And because you're using your PlayStation VR, you're totally immersed in it. You you can move around with your head. You can look around your cockpit, and oh my god, I can't wait to get behind that. Also, uh, Ubisoft is coming out with something. Um, that you know how an Assassin's Creed. Uh, when you have to clear the fog of war on the map, you go up to a bell tower or something, and then you have the eagle vision that shows you the 360 view of the map, and more stuff opens up. So they took those eagles, and they made it into a game where you can fly through cities. And it looks really cool. It looks like, like Assassin's Creed um, cities. But it's not the same aesthetic. It's a bit a bit softer. So it's a like a, a nice match between the um, Overwatch aesthetic, kind of Pixarish, and it's a bit a bit more fine tuned. I don't know how to describe it, but it looks pretty interesting. Um, one that I'm really looking forward to uh, with the PlayStation VR is called Rigs. It's this robot fighting arena game. It's sick. So you're sitting inside of a mech suit. And you have robots. Dude, it's amazing looking. You're sitting in a mech suit and you're pretty much playing uh, a game of like football or, you know, oh, what, what, what were they playing in um, in Final Fantasy X with Titus in that? Blitzball. Oh, Blitzball? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of kind of like that. Kind of like that mixed with football, mixed with like a gigantic arena, but you're not in water. Um, it's It's pretty crazy looking. And everybody that's played it, comes out of it like, um, yeah, I can't wait to buy that. <laughs> if I could have it now, that'd be great. They, I think they debuted at, uh, at, at one of the Comic-Cons, I think San Diego, and everybody like who came out of it just we immediately went to Twitter. It's like, oh my God, I'm tweeting. I'm tweeting right now. This is awesome. I need it. Oh my God. But there were so many people who had a good experience. Some games, people didn't have too good of an experience. They were just like, oh, that was neat. Um, there's like this... Uh, <laughs> you tried. Yeah, yeah, no, there is um there's this game with uh a very famous DJ, I forget his name. I don't know. Uh, he's not famous to me, but whatever. Anyway, so you partnered up with this game where you're like flying through music pretty much and it's like this like acid trip of lights and sound and you know, it's his music but you're flying through it. And some people who have demoed it are like, "Uh, ah, I mean, if you like his music, it's cool, but if not, uh, you're flying through an acid trip. You're flying through neon lights and stuff like you know, like a bad trip on Vegas. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Riggs, I'm looking forward to. That looks pretty sick. Uh, Assassin's Creed thing. That looks pretty cool. Um, oh, man. I can't. There's, there's some other stuff, too. Oh, yeah. There's a 100-foot robot golf. <laughs> is, yeah. What? Oh, my God. It's it's exactly how it sounds. 100-foot robot golf. And in that, you play as a 100-foot robot <laughs> with a PlayStation VR on your helmet. With you and your buddies or anyone online, there's also, I think there's local, whatever. Anyway, so the entire world or wherever you are on the moon is your golf course. And you have to do whatever you can to get the ball into the hole at the end. So there was a clip <laughs> that we have. Uh, there's um, Check it out on badkittyfunky.com. There's a clip there where a robot's on the moon and he's shooting it towards the earth. I was like, what? What? How did he? What? That's amazing. And, uh, yeah, so you, you can, so let's say we're all playing, we all have the PlayStation VR on, and the game just starts. I have to try to get the ball in the hole, Dave has to try to get it, Greg does, and so does Casey. So you can use, like, your robot to fight, you can use your golf club to, like, break down buildings and fight each other, you're just gonna get your ball in the hole, and it looks crazy. Absolutely crazy. And it mm. kind of looks like, like, a kind of like a Katamari Damachi aesthetic, too, which is pretty interesting. But 100 for robot golf. Sounds weird, but I'm surprisingly excited for that. I, but yeah, 
I like the fact that you have to fight to get in the hole. Dude, it's <laughs> it's crazy looking. Like you got to break down buildings and like fight your friends just to get your ball to the hole first. Like there's pretty much like no holds barred. Just go get in there. So cool looking. But yeah, PlayStation VR. I'm really looking forward to. Hell yeah! Oh, what about you, Dave? God, where do I start? Um, and no, none of it's Star Wars related. So you can thank yourself for that one. Um, yay! A, X Men <laughs> Apocalypse, hands down. Really? Yeah. You're looking forward like, to that? Of course, man. I mean, say what you will, but I've always liked all the X-Men movies, especially um, the how they've been like just redone, more or less, you know? Yeah. And I like that Brian Singer came back to reclaim what was his, so I'm yeah, definitely looking forward like to X-Men Apocalypse. Yeah. I like, I'm looking forward to X-Men Apocalypse, because, I mean, Days of Future Past was really good. I like Days of Future Past. I Granted, like Days of Future Past. They change the story around a bit, but I want to say that Apocalypse is going to be good because of that. If Brian Singer keeps on doing what he's doing, it's going to be phenomenal. Um, <laughs> also, I mean, I'm looking forward... Wait, I was going to oh. say, also, also with uh, with Brian J. Singer, um, what do you, like... Okay, do you do you think he will sign on to do more X-Men movies, like X-Men spinoffs? Because there's always been talk of, like, Magneto movie... Uh, and, and and other X-Men, I mean, they, do you think there is some other director that could possibly fill the role better for these X-Men movies? Or because we've seen Brian uh, Singer so much, we just accept him. I mean, like, who who would you want to direct, like, the next X-Men movie? Hmm. That's for everybody. I say, I say go back to, um, what's his name? Vaughn, who did First Class. Ooh. He did I a agree. fantastic job. First Class was good. Yeah. Why you, Casey? My only, my, yeah. the only thing I didn't like about about the first class movies was really the choice of X Men. Yeah, but it's like you know you kind of already showed all the A list ones. Yeah, and also <laughs> that scene, that scene where they're like partying and like you know they're being, yeah. they're being kids. <laughs> yeah, they're God. just kids being kids. Uh, half the half the fun of the X Men is that ha- that most of these guys are you know teenagers. Yeah, or if they're not teenagers, they're still young young adults. Right. Yeah. Um. I like how the older Hugh Jackman gets, the better Wolverine he looks. Mm. I mean, if you look at what he looks like as Wolverine now compared to what he looked like in 2000, he was yeah. a tiny man. He was yeah. tiny. He looked like a little... I mean, he, he, was, he played the part well. Don't get me wrong. Like He still was Wolverine, a good Wolverine. Granted, he was too tall, the, but he played the part well. But the way he looks now best. is like he looks... What Wolf? I mean, tall, but what Wolverine should look like. Just old, grizzled, big... You know? Yeah, right when he's about to quit is when he looks the best. Yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. what the shit. End at the top. Start at the bottom. Now we're. What if? What if uh, Ridley Scott directed it? That'd be cool. What if Quentin Tarantino directed? Ridley, oh, well, you know, <laughs> Quentin no, Tarantino? no, no. What if Quentin Tarantino directed one? That'd be crazy. <laughs> it would be well, great. Well, look, don't don't, don't table that Ridley Scott one just yet because uh, a big part of the X Men in terms of like famous storylines is when they interact with the Brood for the first time. And for all intents and purposes, the brood as a species are basically xenomorphs. Mm. Uh, and we know Ridley Scott has a certain familiarity there. Ah, um, good job, Casey. Yeah, no. So if 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 you if you tell me Ridley Scott does X Men Brood War, like I'm fucking, I'm so with that. I'm way on board. Uh, trying to think of a good X Men story that Tarantino could do, though. Um, I give him a solo Wolverine movie. Yeah, but I we've had plenty that. of those. I can see him doing a solo Wolverine movie pretty well. Yeah. Just because people are gonna die, it's gonna be bloody. So why not? You know. I mean, you put you put you put Wolverine in basically the same plot as Kill Bill, 
but instead of Bill, it's Sabretooth. No way. You're pretty, you're pretty much sold. Put him in the same plot as Hateful Eight, where he's the one that's captured. Ah. That would be crazy. And like an inner interdimensional bounty hunter or something like that. Hmm. Just for good measure. Just throw some space and some dimensional things in there. Do it. No, damn that. Just make, put all the fun. It's actually Deadpool hunting him down. Oh, that'd be nuts. And Deadpool's <laughs> the one that captured him. Deadpool's, you know, doing a thing and talking to the screen. Because Quentin Tarantino would be down for that. I know he would, having a character oh, that breaks oh, the yeah. fourth wall, you know? Yeah. And that's it. Like Deadpool captured Wolverine, and now they're, like, chilling at this place. Deadpool knows it's a bad idea. He even looks at the screen and says, you guys know what's going to happen, so we'll just sit back and enjoy it. And then just all hell breaks loose. Hmm. But yeah, I'm looking forward to X-Men Apocalypse. I'm looking forward to Daredevil. Uh, um, Daredevil. Well, yes, Daredevil, but Deadpool mostly. Yeah, um, yeah just Deadpool. Because we've, we've been waiting for it for so long. Ever since we saw that teaser, it's like we've been waiting for this. For a proper Deadpool, not the shit that came out in Wolverine. Some of us have been waiting, yeah, since X-Men Origins Wolverine for a Deadpool movie. Yeah, like... I mean, we've been waiting for it. And, like, Brian... What, before Green Lantern was a thing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, what makes it great was, like, no... When, when when the Wolverine movie was coming out and they said, like, Ryan Reynolds would be Deadpool, everyone was on board. They were like, yes! That makes sense! That he'd be a great Deadpool! And they made him into a mouthless bastard. But... Oh, my God. But, yeah, I'm yeah. looking... Honestly, I'm looking forward to that. Like, I'm looking to, forward to, like, those in movies, mostly. Um, looking forward to... Maybe like Captain America Civil War, but not too much, you know? Um, looking forward to The Division, absolutely. Yeah. Oh my god, The Division. Yeah. That needs to I, come out. Dude, we've been waiting, like another one we've been waiting forever. Since you showed me the trailer, Surge, and when they closed the door and I almost broke my shin on your damn freaking ch- table, <laughs> you know, I've been waiting for this damn movie. <laughs> I mean, not movie, game. it's game. <laughs> it is a movie. Dude, Fuck it. Dude, what am I talking about? No, it oh is a movie. I mean, it was, it was, it was like revealed around the same time as Destiny, and Destiny's been out for like almost two years now. Yeah. Oh, man. And here we are still waiting for The Division, because they're like, all right, it's not done yeah. yet. We need to go back and cook it some more. And I'm like, yes, please, please don't. <laughs> Don't bring it out until it's good, because, oh, man, I can't wait for that. All I can think about. The Division is a new Tom Clancy game, but it's not... Like zombie, it's it's in post apoc, um, like New York. It what it is what it looks like, but it's not zombies. It's like uh, there was some kind of um, patient zero, and everything just went to hell in a handbasket. And there's a huge mystery. You don't know why. I think it's based off of one of the books, but it looks really, really good. Hmm. All I can think about is because you know how you have to go to like um, different like um, checkpoints and whatnot. Yeah, I, I already know it. I can feel it. We're gonna screw each other over so hard in that game, Sergio. It's like, no, we're, no, we're gonna, we're gonna worry. No, like it's funny you said because my buddy said that to me. And I'm like, no, we have to work together as a team to screw over everybody else because you're fighting for uh, supplies. In the demo that they showed us, uh, it looks like you have to scrounge for like, like water and meds and anything you can find because it's not just laying around. And hopefully, there's crafting, so maybe you can make stuff out of out of the junk. Um, but it seems like, you know, you're following, you're in the trailer, in the demo, you're following a team of, of people, and uh, <laughs> at the end, they were, they were, like, coming up against another team of people, and they were shooting and killing them. They also came up against some NPCs who were, who were blocking away uh, into a building for supplies. But uh, at the end, one person just, like, <laughs> cut communication off and screwed everyone else over for him to get all the supplies and everything. 
And so that's what Dave is talking about. And I was like, no, I wouldn't do that. We got to win together. Yeah, I got to win together. There's going to be enough people for us to screw over. <laughs> unless us uh, screw over ourselves. I mean, I have some friends who are going to get this game that I am going to screw over, but it's not Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that. Like when we ever, whenever we play like Battlefront, even when we're versus each other, you still give me the benefit of the doubt. Like Dave, I'm here. Hurry up! You know, but <laughs> you get one free force joke. Yeah. This one. I feel so bad whenever I, I kill Dave in Battlefront. I'm like, no, why was it you? <laughs> no, you were the chosen. I do. I, I, I feel so bad. I see his name. Like if he's just like a stormtrooper running around. I'm like, no, Dave, why? Why was it you? <laughs> oh, but I'm probably stealing everybody's shit right now. But yeah, I'm lo- looking forward to that. Um. I'm sure all you can read with this one, Overwatch, absolutely. Like Yes, yeah. Overwatch. Especially Overwatch. now that we don't have to buy a rig. It's going to be on the PS4. Like, yeah. That's it's incredible. That Master Race. We're playing it on console. Yeah, fuck your granny. Like, it's great. It's we'll great. have our revenge someday. <laughs> <laughs> We're always one step ahead. One video card away. <laughs> But, None shine brighter. You cannot touch the sun, Icarus. <laughs> yeah, Overwatch and uh, yeah, it's gonna be good. But yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to a lot. 2016, especially for geek culture, it seems like it's gonna be a pretty, pretty nice. You know, yeah, very, yeah. very, very nice. I'm looking forward to Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. No, you're not. I know. I'm not. I was about to say, how many lives do we have to have in this? You're podcast? not serious about that. Get, get, no, I'm not serious. Dun, about get that. the fuck out of here with that shit. No, yeah, I'm serious about you that. mean that movie we've already seen? Yeah, the movie we've already seen. I'm excited to see it for real. No. <laughs> um, excited to pay ten fifty for a ticket on a matinee. What he means, people, is that the latest trailer showed us the entire movie that we're pretty sure is the entire movie. And if you want to see it for yourself, go to badcountyfunky.com. Ah, yeah, I got it in We've there. got stills. We've got trailers. <laughs> oh, got boy. Look at this. Thing. Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne in the same room together. Wowee. Yeah, cool. <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to Uncharted 4. Yes! Ooh, that naughty It was supposed dog. to be a 2015 release. It was supposed to be a March or February 2015 release. Now it's a March or April March. 2016 release. Oh, yes. It's been delayed like more. It's been delayed more times than the PC version of Batman Arkham Knight. And I trust my dog. I know it's going to be worth it, uh, especially seeing. So the newest trailer that came out, it's all like pre-rendered cg slow motion with the voiceover from nathan drake going on and i hadn't seen that i've been trying to avoid it until the third time that i saw star wars um and then it was just was playing on the the big screen and it was just like i was like i need that now it was just like amplified by the screen and the awesome stereo system in the theater and i was just like this is fucking fantastic and something that they're i don't know if you, you guys have seen that trailer yet uh, but they hint at the demise of Nathan Drake, which is interesting. Passing the torch, you think? I don't know, because they, they introduce his brother as a new character, but he's an older brother. And he's not like a a young, like, you know, action star look to him. He has more of like that kind of like he's probably going to be the bad guy kind of look to him. Kind of the Gregory Stark to your uh, your Tony Stark like, for Ultimate Fans. Kind of, but like... A, li- a little more out of shape and a little more bald. Bald. Huh. And it's actually interesting because it's Troy Baker who's doing the voice of the brother who is younger than Nolan North. But I guess, you know, if you have one overworked voice actor in a game, you should probably get the other one in there somehow. Every time you say Nolan North, I can think of it as like a porn star. Like, that sounds like a porn star name. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Am I wrong? I'm not wrong. It sounds like a porn star name. What else are you looking you know? forward to, Greg? Um, <laughs> uh, I, I <laughs> more of Dave's, an- Dave's antics. He's a beloved voice actor. How dare you bring him down to beloved pornography? Nolan North, come on! You can't get me to just sound like someone that would like plow like six chicks at once. No, you know? Kanye West. Not even same kind of bit. thing. Put a name and a cardinal direction. You got it. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm looking forward to. Uh, the Legends of Tomorrow, which is going to be in a, what, a couple of weeks. Yeah, I think it's or is it next week when that comes out? I don't know. Whenever it comes out, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, <laughs> mostly because I'm, I'm blindly hoping that Booster Gold is the season finale for it. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, look forward to all the shows, just just because you know. I'm looking forward to talking about agents Agents of Shield with Sergio now that he's <laughs> caught up. <laughs> And enjoying it somewhat. Yeah, I somewhat. It. I love more, it. Yeah, more, just, yeah. more of a it. somewhat. That's a victory. Still it. a victory. I'll yeah. take it. I don't mind it now. It's 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 pretty. It's a pretty good show. I was I was saying. Um, yeah, it has its good points. I re- like like I was saying before. I really liked the episode where uh, what's her name uh, Simmons went through that crazy stone dimension thing into another planet. Yeah. That whole thing was cool. It was like an episode of Lost or like Valley of the Dinosaurs or something. I, I really liked it. The mystery of it. The intrigue. Even the way the words uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. came up. It came up like a movie title. Um, yeah. It didn't have the same uh, type for us or any of that treatment with the uh, the eagle behind it. I thought that was pretty cool. I was like, wow, they went all out for this episode. And yeah. I was like, damn they it, why it wasn't wakes. it like this in the beginning? Not, I'm the nerd. I'm the Chuck. Shut up, nerd. Oh, well, my name is Simmons, and here's how science works. Shut up and go fight and punch stuff. I'm the angry, like, chick, and I do martial arts because I'm typecasted and whatever. I'm like, oh, God. And then here's Coulson. You guys know him. I was like, oh, this show's going to be a piece of crap. But it turned out to be <laughs> pretty enjoyable. I just wish they didn't start it off. Just See, like, I, 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 I'm, I agree with you somewhat. But I think you needed that, like, you needed to solidify that Ward was, like, the handsome, always going to do the right thing <laughs> kind of guy. In He's order like, to I am the like, CW. Ugh. Yeah, but in order to, to, be, to be like, wait, wait, wait. He's, he's Hydra? He's, like, Hydra embodied, pretty much. Yeah, I, I like that. They I, I, I like his so character ways, now. Though. They, I exactly w- did. Ward, where did you, where did you grow up before you joined Shield? Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Could have done it. He's actually yes. on when when they're panning around James Vanderbeek. He's the one that he's like off in the woods somewhere, but you can barely see him. He's always there. I don't know if that's an actual fact or you're making it up. I'm making that up. <laughs> actual fact, you're hurting your thank, Actual, thank, these are thank God for things. that. Um, no, that's all fake. No, but it was kind of like you know you have to go through the Scooby Doo gang in order to like show the, <laughs> the, the 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 dysfunction that is actually in there. Yeah, Ruh-ro. it's yeah. it's it's definitely still made for muggles. Like every time like Maid oh, does sure. something, it's like they're setting it up like a punchline, you know. But but instead of saying, "Oh, that's my wife," laugh track, laugh track, Maid's just like. Her face will tighten up. Then she put up her fist. It's time to go. Oh, here's what I'm supposed to jizz myself because May's about to kick some butt. And then, yeah. you know, we get the Western version of action. Cut, cut, jump cut, jump cut, jump cut. Zoom in of a fist. Zoom in of a kick. Jump cut. And then, boom, action. 
Like, I check my phone whenever the action, quote-unquote, action oh, sure. happens in that film. Oh, except, except for when, whenever Ward's on, they have long, and I hate the CW, they have longer shots of Ward when he's, like, kicking butter doing something. Because, like, oh, look, he's a handsome CW dude. Longer shots into him. Don't cut away so much. And they need to do that more with the fights. Jackie Chan talked, and Dave knows I'm talking about, Jackie Chan talked about this, how the Western society oh, yeah. makes martial arts movies it's very jump cutting very like you, they make it it makes it seem like there's more happening and there's more action as opposed to the east where there's longer shots but they're all the actors and stunt people are doing the work i don't know how to put it but mm. but yeah they do it a lot with ward and I, I really like Ward's scenes and especially how callous he is he's just like oh you guys are like blah blah like, blah blah like it's it makes it seem like everyone in shield is like some like nammy pammy like little whatever and he's like we're hydra we're real out here you guys are just <laughs> stupid idealists and you guys think the world is made of cotton candy the world is not that way and i just I love that character. Like I like it yeah. now because of that. More more of Ward and doing like <laughs> everything he's doing to oh, yeah. Shield. Like I'm actually rooting for Hydra because of Ward. I'm like, damn it, he's right. Like <laughs> I don't care for Shield. So like, oh I'm Sky. There's so many things wrong with me. Then we have Andrew and there's that whole thing with him now and May and Andrew. Oh my god. I'm like, can Ward please bust in and stop? Andrew and May <laughs> from having like a in the face. Please do. It's like, oh, Andrew, we used to like be married and stuff. Well, May, I had to walk away. You know why? Oh God, Ward, please come in. Please bust down the door. Yeah, yeah. There, there are two things that I root for in Agents of Shield: Ward, and I kind of want Fitz and Simmons to get back to get together. Seriously, yes. Come on, like <laughs> make that happen. I want that to happen. It's, Tease that ship. So, Tease yeah, that ship. So, Another season. Uh, Speaking just, of martial arts, if anyone wants a good example of, because Sir just remind me. A good example of like what Serge is talking about about not cutting from the scene. Check out on Bach two, yes. four minute long fight. Oh, four minute long fight scene, no cuts, just yes. one continuous shot. Dude, uh, they nice. do that, and also uh, Old Boy has a very infamous scene, and they pretty much oh, copied it for yeah. the Daredevil Netflix series to season one. And they're on top, yeah, I remember. Yeah, exactly. So if you're that watching uh, the Netflix Daredevil series and you see that fight scene where it doesn't cut away and he's going through a quarter and everything, that's pretty much taken from Old Boy, which is really awesome. That's episode two for those of you looking to hop on that right away. <laughs> is it really in episode two? Wow. What? It, it is. No it's way. Really early. Yep. Wow. Yep. That's yeah, amazing. it was early. Yeah, I think wow. you're right. I remember seeing it really early in the in the season That's awesome it's episode two with the kidnapped kid it was one of the first things he ever did as the man in the uh, guy in the mask you know, the mask yeah. he's like, just I, kicking I, the shit out of everybody yeah and i didn't mind it it, it was, was great. it was a great great scene it was like even though it was taken from old boy it's still still the way they did it and the way they shot it was was great and they need to do that more in in shows like agents of shield it's way too jump cutty i just i check my phone whenever okay maze done kicking butt okay cool back to the show yeah. it's, it's boring it's boring action you know mm, i want character development not character development just, just, uh, I don't know, just just better shot action but yeah i don't mind the show now it's pretty good you heard, you heard it here, folks. I still can't do it. <laughs> it happens. It's a new year. We're all getting yeah, Dave. To, I, to be honest with you, you really do. God damn it! You have to stick through it after the, the winter <laughs> stuff. <laughs> no, that's exactly <laughs> what they were saying. I hate it, but dude, like you really, right. you, gotta, you gotta swallow the medicine. Wait a second. What did, season is Greg? Did it, did Sir just say that we're right? Listen, don't, don't put that shtick in here. That's very too shticky. He didn't say you were right. He just said I have to stick through it. That's all he said. Exactly. No, I, 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 I like that Serge is saying literally what we've been saying the whole time. I just said that <laughs> it's like, like you guys were, that we're saying. Right. It's like what you guys were saying. I still think the show's a piece of garbage, but I do want to say the episodes oh, now me. are better than what The Flash is. I'll have to say what they are now, I think, is, is yeah. better. So where are they oh, on yeah. now? Like season three for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I think it's three, right? Yeah, I think it's three. It's yeah, three. Like, 
I, I right. feel like the exact same way. I think I said it on the previous podcast. There got to a point uh, the past couple of months where I was looking forward to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. more than The Flash. Dude, see, I, I'm at that point now. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it yeah. so much. It's all your fault, Iris. Why are you in the show? <laughs> God damn, Iris. <laughs> uh, I, you, know, you know what gets me? People like, like, oh, man. I mean, she's a great actress, the woman who plays Iris, but I just don't like how they're doing it on the show. People are like, oh, my God, more of that, please. When I see that in social media, I just want to, more of that, please. Yeah. Oh, my God, it's my favorite parts. Less on Barry. Less. I was like, what? What do you mean, yeah. less on Barry? What is that? Why does this comment have 20 likes? Less Why? on Barry? Yeah. 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 X fucking excuse me? Yeah, dude. And like comments like that have a lot of likes on uh, on social media. I'm like, wait, what? Why? No, don't like that. Don't bring that comment to the top. <laughs> Get that comment down below. No, dislike, dislike. No, it's called The Flash. Don't, like, please <laughs> go away. Go away. And there's, like, a lot of sympathizers. Yeah, like, those scenes are great. And it really shows the humanity of people. And, like, Amy Gad human beings you know the most unrealistic thing about it uh barry's got no problem running with a boner don't don't what quite the, understand what the that hell one. are you talking about i don't know what he's talking about he needs he needs love to, to the power of love to run uh, so first oh, okay. you had my attention now you have my curiosity <laughs> <laughs> i was waiting for dave to say it no i was waiting for dave to say no, it. you used that quote that's great yes i did Damn i messed it. it up i think but i yeah i used no, it no 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 that was it Got it. He I just it. I just say it as pimpish, but still. Oh my god. Oh my god. Great. Well, that, Casey. speaking of pimpish and other things like that, uh, it's going to be about that time, guys. We're about an, over an hour into the podcast, where we get to continue the tradition of the secret question. Secret question. <laughs> that has to be made into an actual thing. <laughs> Someday, folks, we will have an actual secret question theme. Today, no, no, not we're, that we dark. never will. We'll just do it by. That's great. It's better this that's way. It. It's, it's much done. better I to do know. it this way. Are you sure? <laughs> a day yeah. may come when we have a theme, but that is not today. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no! How dare you bring that back to the other podcast? <laughs> yes, you know. yes, I did. Here today, <laughs> mother uh, weird. My secret question uh, on this podcast, we talked a lot about what's coming out, and we really reminisce a lot about uh, 2015 and, you know, some of the, the highlights for us that was not Star Wars. Um, Damn it. <laughs> not again. My secret question is this, gentlemen. What was your favorite secret question of 2015? No, you can't do that. Yeah, That's I did lazy. it. That's not That's fair. Lazy. I did it. That's it. That's my secret question. Damn it. That can't yeah. be the secret question. That is a secret question. I thought so of it terrible. last week and I was so excited. Uh, my favorite secret question in 2015 was uh, what item would you use to travel through time? And I said a lightsaber. Nice. I don't even remember what my answer was. I don't yeah. Was so so we, oh, it was I... our time travel episode of the Back of the Funky podcast. And uh, we were talking about, you know, so so we were like, oh, you know, stay away from something easy like a DeLorean or, you know, a phone booth. Mm. So I was like, hmm, I remember my answer was a lightsaber. Like you turn it on and you can like do like a force flurry and then you can go through time. Like depending on like the motion you do, kind of like also mixing in Harry Potter, the way you, you know, do your incantation of the wand, you can do mm. forward, backwards in time, move stuff. So yeah, that was, that was a good question. That's a nice one. What about, uh, what about you, Casey? Um, oh, this is tough. Um, I'm gonna say the one that first came to mind because I, 
I think I really like the answers. Uh, maybe mostly Dave's uh, for that one, which is surprising. Uh, the ex machina one hmm. that we did, where uh, you know, if you were uh, if you were a robot or you know, like a a replicant or you know something that was so passably human, how would you live your life and what kind of things would you do? Um, and uh, pretty sure Dave wanted to get into the uh, the robot sex trade after getting as many upgrades as possible. <laughs> yeah. Weird. And if that's not his answer, it's a great one nonetheless. No, it definitely was. I was powered by sex, pretty much. Was... Yeah, that yeah that was that was good. It was good. I uh, that one was a hoot and a holler. So I I remember that one vividly. Um, what about what about you, Dave? I, what I would love most about the secret questions, I'll go into my my favorite. But my favorite is my thing is when. Everybody freaks out and he just comes to my answer. It's like, oh God, what is he gonna say? Mm-hmm. Here it comes. How are we gonna have to no, no, not safe for work post. Um, kind of like right now. Kind of like right now. Yeah. My favorite was for I Kill Giants. Oh, yes. We all talked about like when we we're little kids. Like, what was our like be all end all like superpower like thing? You know. Mm-hmm. And I do like one because it reminded me of Carrie Vissel, which I started building again. But nice. I liked actually Casey's answer, which was. He loved wrestling, so he just would come in with a chair. That was his thing, you know. Oh yeah, the folding yep. chair. And I was like, yeah, I can, I can see that. But all our answers were really cool. Like, um, what was it like? I think Greg, you had corduroy. Yep. Um, I'm trying to remember what Amber had. Oh, she had a Godzilla toy. Well, no, I I had my uh, that stick that I found when I was a kid. Oh yeah, I remember that. It was that very was like, That was like the perfect stick, and it just disappeared one day. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of something else. It had a hilt and everything and a yeah. cross guard. So good. But that, that was <laughs> fun because we really, got to, we really got to be kids for like 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. How about you, Greg? Uh, I don't remember what the question was, but the answer ended up be having Rocket Raccoon and Stitch in the same Oh, the same yeah. Oh, was, that um, was... Oh my god! If you could cross over any Marvel oh, yeah. Disney property now that, now that they're one and one the same. But what podcast was that? I don't even remember which one that that was. It could have been any one of them. It must have spun out of Disney Infinity or something. Because we know you crazy about it. Oh, yeah. Still crazy about it. Yeah. Hell, yeah. I had, uh, just the other day, I was um, Kylo Ren fighting Darth Vader. It was great. How'd that go? Uh, I was Kylo Ren, so I won. (laughs) Crushed it. Crushed it. It was great. Crushed it. I actually, like, I'm really good at that game, except with Darth Maul. It's just like, I just can't. I can't get my act together with him. It's just like we don't like my play style with how he works just isn't compatible. It's so weird and kind of is a bummer. Cut to Sergio lone tear running down the side of his face. <laughs> what? That you know that Darth Maul in his steez. Yeah, we know you love him. He's your favorite. He is Sergio. He cannot cry, so I cry for him. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> oh god I think I think that's about it right is everyone everyone, everyone kind of went why don't you uh, take a yeah, song why, we why don't you why don't you cue up that old that old song and uh, get the show on the road a little, little thing well everybody that's all we have for that podcast for today the first podcast of 2016. Thank everyone for tuning in. 
listening on iTunes. We got some uh, new people who subscribed on iTunes, and are you Android users out there? Download the SoundCloud app and uh, give me some like. All the reshares that we have, we've been seeing. Thank you. All the replays. Everybody yeah. spreading love and joy. Back can be funky. A place for everybody to come together as a nerd and get all the stuff you actually care about without the garbagey fluff. Until next time, the next podcast, everyone. This is Van Booster Greg. What up? Dave the Bearded Menace. Yo. Davies Casey. Hey. And I'm Sergio. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for the likes, all the follows. We'll see you again, or we'll see you another time. Or never. Or we'll see you never. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's the Bad Coyote Funky Podcast coming to you first thing in the new year. I'm not crazy about it. No, trying. I wanted to make it more circusy, give it a little pop, didn't work. Uh...